Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Today we're going to bring you a special message from one of our guests who came to us and shared his testimony and message about how God delivered him while he served 50 years in Angola prison for murder. Our guest is Eugene Tannehill. He's been going all around the country talking about how he was addicted to drugs and how he murdered a man and how he was sentenced to the electric chair, but God delivered him, saved him, and is using him in ministry. If you have someone in your family who's a part of the criminal justice system, this is a message you would like to hear. Maybe you're praying for your loved one who's incarcerated and you want God to do something miraculous in their life. You want to hear this message. So come and go with us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. I want to introduce to you today our speaker, Bishop Eugene Tannehill. God bless you. Holy greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Who would ever say that I would be able to stand in the liberty by which Christ have made me free in Houston, Texas as a free vessel by the blood of Jesus? Who would ever thought that? With man, that was impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Now, y'all got to watch me. I'm capable of getting excited up here. Amen, I might flip a ton flips. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ain't no telling. Pray the name of the Lord. Number one, I am saved. I'm washed in the blood. And the finishing touch of it, my name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. Number three, I am free. Hallelujah, I'm free. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Able to walk back into a free society and to tell the world that Jesus is Lord. My obedience to God in this great church this morning and to my beloved pastor and the first lady, his loving wife, and to you and to you and to Jesus. Let's give Jesus a hand clap. And to all of you that have seen the film, that knowed me and seen me in prison, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your embracement. And thank you for praying for the condition of those who are left behind. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, I, I, you know, you heard me say excitement. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, I, I had a little mentally problem of my existence in the my penal institution experienced a little mentally problem. And what is that, you know? Mentally problem simply meaning uh, the Bible said, let that mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. I'll pull off that old mind and put on a new mind, a new nature. And that nature began to be activated within me and caused me to cry, rejoice, Pray the name of the Lord and shove Satan out the way and receive a revelation. And I was acting some crazy and foolish there for the Lord. Amen. New Irene Paul said we are fools for Christ. 
You know, when I found out this and then we're going on, it is impossible for an individual to meet Jesus and to have a personal experience with him and your life remain the same. I don't care where you're at, where you've been, or what you have done. If you meet Jesus and have a personal experience and let him transform your life, and recreate you as a new creation, your life is just not the same. And that's what he did for me in the death house of Angola in 1962. I went to prison in 1956, but I met Jesus in 1962 in the death house. And he said, I don't think this would be a good place for you. He said, I'm going to bring you out of here. And he brought me out of the death house and carried me to the church house. So that'd be a better place. Amen. I'm just going to read. That's the voice I want to read. It's in the Gospel of St. John, the sixth chapter, and the sixth to sixth verse. Everybody got a Bible, follow me. I believe in the Bible. It says, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked it no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will he also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou had the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, that's a little short theme of my testimony. Some went and some were sent. And I'm so glad I was one of them that was sent. Because if it wouldn't, I wouldn't have the liberty and the opportunity to stand here this morning in such an atmosphere that the Holy Spirit have created for God to be glorified. And that you would be blessed by feeling the visitation of the Holy Spirit. God is wonderful, ain't he? You know what I found out? That God loved sinners. Who I believe that? God loves sinners. Yes, sir. Well, I said, God loves sinners. He loves thieves. He loves robbers. He loves rapers. Now, that's a hard saying, but he do. In the human existence of the nature of our society, that is what? Despised and hated. And even God hates what? Not the individual, but God hates Sins. But God loved pocketbook snatchers. God loved those who were told them big guns and robbed. Young people, I'm talking to you. God loved them. God loved that disobedient child that maybe disobedient to his parents. God loved it. God loved that alcoholic that hung up on that bottle. God loved that dope addict. And the dope pusher, God loved him. And God loved the mitre. God loved a mitre. So God loved mitre that kill people? We going on, let me tell you something. I was a young man at 21 years, going on 20 years of age. And I was hung up, I was an alcoholic. I had a great, I was a fish in drinking. And keeping that needle in my arm, that Good hair on, as they call it, that good hair on. 
Lord, have mercy. And I was stealing and robbing people to keep the habit up because I wouldn't wake and didn't want to wake. I wasn't raised up in no Christian family, no church affiliation, raised up in the ghetto, a street young man, on the broad road of destruction, shackled in the powers of darkness. I was demonic possessed. I must have had about 50 or maybe 1,000 demons in me. Who have believed that you can be demon possessed? And you know what I found out? He can motive, that demon can motivate you and can talk to you and control your nature under the existence of his power and you will end up obeying that demon and doing what he will lead you to do. And I got up that Sunday morning and I wanted me a good fixed job. Some of y'all know what the fixed job is. I got laugh, but you know what it is. I wanted a fixed job. And I didn't have no money. And the visitation of Satan said, well, say, you know, if they got a Pentecostal preacher down there, Brother Evans, he keeps a lot, lot, lot of money on him all the time. He just lay in the gate here for him on this railroad track when he come along and get him. He was a Pentecost preacher. This man was filled with the spirit, speaking tongue as the spirit give utterance. He preached the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ. He was miraculous. He was saturated in the very existence of the nature of Jesus. He walked it in the power of God. And Hermes as a tramp, a hedion, waiting on the side of the railroad that when he come along to rob him, to take his money. And he come along. And I didn't ask him no question. That demon didn't let me ask him no question. I, immediately, I just jumped up and just slayed the man. What do you mean by slayed him? I killed him on the spot. At least I thought I killed him. And we'll explain that later on. How can you kill something that God have already killed? Y'all ain't saying nothing. Don't you know the Bible says, if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. You can't kill no child of God. You can't do nothing to him but make him live close to God. You can't hurt no child of God. Jesus took all our hurt and everything upon him on the cross. Saul of Tarsus thought he was hurting Christian when he was doing Christians a favor. That's all he was doing. He was doing them a favor. I done my brother by him as a favor by what? Slaying his body. That's all I did. Jesus said, fear not man who is only destroyed the body. And that's all he can do. But rather fear me, Jesus, who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Now, I followed the scripture. I've got to follow the word. Was that the word? So I thought I killed him. I killed his body. On the spot. Stripped his body buck naked. Look what sin would make you do. Look what the motivation of sin would make you do. Strip this body bug naked. Sights his clothes. And didn't find but a dollar and 63 cents. Here's a dead man on the ground, naked. And I thought I had something and got a dollar and 63 cents. I was rescued and brought under custody. And the Lord God gave my great auntie to keep me from going any further, a revelation that it was me. And that's when it brought me under custody. 
and I was rescued under the custody of the law. Now, Romans 8, 28, quote, now we know that all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did for new, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, him he also called. In whom he called him, he justified. In whom he justified, he also glorified. Now, come back. Now we know that all things work together for good to them who love God. Well, how could I love God and did, was living the, the life that I was living? How could I love God and was living the life that I was living and possessed it, the spirit that I possessed it? How could I love God? And then killed one of his great ministers of the gospel. How could I love God? This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you, no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atascacita, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call The Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.